Beltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready? The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in to the Wednesday, September 12th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center. Coming up on the program, we're going to talk to former Herald-Dispatch sports writer Andrew Ramspacker. He's going to come on the program to preview the Marshall-South Carolina matchup, but that's changed because Marshall and South Carolina made the release known that the game has been canceled due to the threat of severe weather, according to the release, caused by Hurricane Florence. The release continues. The contest becomes the latest, and one has become a weekend that has seen several games affected by the storm. Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick in the release said it's the right. The student-athlete's welfare was our number one concern. He added South Carolina AD Ray Tanner and I communicated all week in hopes that we could play, but in the end, not playing is the safest option for all concerned. He also said that he appreciated the professionalism of Ray Tanner and the South Carolina Athletic Department during a difficult circumstance. So, Thundering Herd now will be re-gearing. They're going to be looking now towards NC State. That'll be September 22nd, 7 p.m. at Jones C. Edwards Stadium, televised nationally on CBS Sports Network. Here's what Athletic Director for South Carolina, Director Ray Tanner, said. Whether or not the game could have been played, we made the decision we think is best for the state and those who are evacuating the coast. There is no question this is the right thing to do, and the decision was supported by their president, he said, and their coach and their board and everybody that was involved. So this is a no-brainer. I would like to have heard the decision come sooner, but... Maybe there was some talk that they were trying to figure out what to do, if there was a place to play this, or if uh, maybe the weather was not going to hit them. But as this thing has turned and you don't know where it's going to make landfall, this is definitely the right thing to do. So the Marshall South Carolina game is canceled. If you got tickets, you can go to HerdZone.com to find out what your refund options are. And if you're worried about the money, because a lot of you are worried about what this does to the Marshall University athletic budget, well, don't worry, because there's things called insurance that take care of this. So they have a cancellation policy, an event cancellation policy, and what's going to happen is now a claim is going to be filed for the lost revenue. They were set to receive $1.3 million. Plus, they were going to receive a portion of the tickets for the contest that they sold. Now, with this insurance policy, they're going to get the $1.3 million, And that's going to be mostly what they get because there's going to be a subtraction for the travel expenses that they would have incurred. So you just don't get the $1.3 million. You basically get... Here's what you would have got after your travel expenses. So they're going to be made whole. That's the good news there. So now Marshall's going to be looking for a game. And a couple of options, I don't know if this is going to happen. If that's the case, it might be interesting to welcome a foe or two back to either Jones C. Edwards Stadium or if Marshall decides uh, that they're going to hit the road. So similar open dates. Eastern Carolina, East Carolina, 
UCF. So East Carolina, UCF. Those are some options. Possibly a game with one of those two opponents could happen. We'll see. So right now, Thundering Herd not playing on Saturday. We still will have a Doc Holiday call-in show tomorrow. We'll still have Inside Herd Athletics with Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. That's still coming up. And then on Saturday, no college football for us. Uh, so we're not going to be at Roosters. But I've just picked up a game for you. If you're going to be listening on the radio, we've got you covered. I've got LSU and Auburn. So I've already picked up a game for you. It's not the Herd South Carolina. It's not what you wanted. But I think it's a pretty fair replacement. So LSU Auburn is going to be our radio game on Saturday. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 as the Thundering Herd now uh, will be re-gearing up, getting set for their home contest against NC State on the 22nd. The phone number, 304-399-8255. The toll-free game number is 877-420-8255. We've got Richard checking in from St. Albans. Go ahead. You're on the drive. What's up, Richard? Hey, bud, I want to make you famous. Make me famous. You can be the first one to predict it and How about this weekend we have a Marshall-West Virginia game at Ladley Field? Never going to happen. I know it won't happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> first of all, Why? first of all, Laley Field isn't big enough. Right. First Se- come, first serve. Second of all, West Virginia is not going to play in Laley Field. <laughs> Third, they're not going to play Marshall at Laley Field. Fourth, they're not going to re-gear up for the Thundering Herd because now West Virginia can – focus on the conference, which is more important for West Virginia than playing a non-conference game. You think West Virginia's... We're just making excuses. No, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. It's it's Wednesday. They're not playing each other. They wouldn't play each other if they both had the same open date. That's not happening. Okay. How about this? How about the governor invites them to the Greenbrier? Now, that would be fun. To what, play golf? That's the only time you'll get him together. No, he's he's got a football field there. Not going to happen. Not, <laughs> unless uh, Mike Hamrick wants to play a one-game uh, series in Morgantown, which Mike Hamrick does not want to do, that's not going to happen. Not going to no, happen. No, no, no. But I, I think maybe someone should get it started just to hear all these people choking to death saying, oh, my goodness. I said, Here's an opening. It's a godsend opening for us. I wouldn't but, play the game. Uh, you know what? If, if I, I was West Virginia, I wouldn't play the game. I'm getting ready for my conference. If I was the oh, athletic yeah. director of West Virginia right now, I was Shane Lyons, I'd laugh at you because I'm getting my team ready for the conference, which is more but important. you got to think about your state. This is good for the state. You know what's good you for my state? People. If I'm Shane Lyons, my football team winning my conference opener. That's what's good for my state if I'm oh. Shane Lyons. If I'm Mike Hamrick, you know what's good for my state? The Thundering Herd getting ready for the next game and winning that. That's what's good for my state. I'm just saying I'm not going to win this with him. No, not not going to win this one. You can't win this. (laughs) You can't win this because I would, if I was in charge, I wouldn't schedule this game because guess what? It's it's Wednesday now. (laughs) You got a few days. And the same thing here is. if you were going to be able to find an alternate location for this game, maybe it could have happened between Marshall and South Carolina. 
or maybe West Virginia, NC State. But right now the Mountaineers are re-gearing up, and they're getting ready for their conference. Marshall's going to re-gear and get ready for NC State. And Marshall well, might have an advantage guys. here because I don't know what the conditions are like for NC State right now. Um, how well prepared and practiced up are they going to be for the Marshall game unless they're going to different facilities? I don't know. Okay, here's the here's the rumor that's going around with West Virginia. Okay. West Virginia and NC State are going to play at Ohio State October 13th, I think. Why? I don't know. I heard that one from two or three different people that they're going to have a neutral field and go to Ohio State and play. Now, that's not ridiculous. But not going to happen. I, not. I just had to get out a good laugh today and get. I thought maybe you'd spread the word and see how how sweating West Virginia people would get. I can't bite on that. I wish I could for you, but I can't bite. <laughs> Richard, thanks, buddy. We appreciate the phone call from you. We're going to take a timeout. Come back. Uh, we're going to hear from Andrew Ramspacker. Andrew's going to join us on the program, and we're going to talk about the Marshall-South Carolina game that got canceled. He covers South Carolina, the former reporter for the Herald Dispatch, so he's going to join us next on the program here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Well, the... Good news is that we finally know Marshall and South Carolina not playing. The bad news is I had a great segment planned. We're going to recover because he's still on the program with us. Uh, he used to cover the Thundering Herd, oh, a few years ago. He is now covering South Carolina football for the state. He is Andrew Ramspacker. He's now with me on the program. I was looking forward to this, man, just you and me talking Herd South Carolina football. Instead, uh, I've got to turn you into a weather reporter. Oh, that's dangerous. Um, but I am honored, uh, despite uh, to me not talking about football, um, to be back on the the Huntington Airwaves. So thanks for having me back, Paul. I uh, I was looking forward to this week, not only this appearance of the game, but uh, you know, you know, uh, instead of going out in the morning and looking at story ideas, I'm going out in the morning to you know, Publix and Target for extra water and bread. So uh, you know, and I can. I can stay safe and <laughs> hunker down here uh, for the weekend. Just make sure you have plenty of hurricane snacks. That's what I hear is the thing to do. Yeah, no, there's a lot of snacks. Um, the whole place is, is lined up. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Went out on the third run this morning uh, to get some more stuff, and uh, there was it wasn't as sparse as I as I thought it would look like in the grocery stores around here. So at least that's encouraging. Andrew's joining us to uh, talk a little bit about what's going on. So uh, we got the news not that long ago that uh, it was decided to call this game. This is one of the last games that got called. So far, uh, a lot of schools have either moved their game or have canceled it. This one, it seemed to um, come a little later than most. Uh, What was going on to try to come to this final decision? Yeah, I think it was, you know, I'm not as... uh completely uh informed on this i'm actually you know kind of third or fourth on the whole south carolina football beat well from what i understand um it, it was uh you know they were just kind of monitoring the situation you know as of yesterday um at this point yesterday you know the hurricane itself as it came in uh was going to head north and as we woke up this morning uh all of a sudden the direction of that 
of that storm uh, was going to take a dip south. And if you look at, uh, I'm learning all these new terms like European model. I didn't understand. I didn't realize that was part of the situation. I thought we were in the United States, but there's a European model, I believe, uh, that showed uh, the hurricane like literally coming, um, you know, over uh, Colombia uh, and and causing significant uh, issues in this area. So once that news uh, came to light this morning and that forecast was had, uh, I think everyone associated, um, you know, with this game kind of came to the conclusion it's not happening. Uh, you know, even Clemson, uh, which obviously is in the upstate, so a little uh, north from here, uh, had moved its game from 3.30 up to noon on Saturday. So Clemson is still playing, but that's about the only team I believe <laughs> seems like in, in either Carolina uh, to be playing football this weekend. And um, the fact that South Carolina Marshall kind of still kind of hung on there for a little bit, uh, I think it was mostly for the fact that it looked like it was heading more north until this morning when that forecast changed and it, and it took a turn south. Obviously, this is one you can't reschedule. The, the schedules just don't match. I know there's been some rumbling that if Marshall's not in the Conference USA Championship game, that South Carolina's not playing for a championship, they could replay this or reschedule this. Uh, have you heard yeah. anything there? And is that likely? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would be premature, I think, to make that announcement now. I mean, the only time to, to do that would be Certainly, I believe that date is December 1st after the regular season has ended. Uh, from the South Carolina standpoint, I can pretty much assure you, uh, by nature of its loss last week to Georgia, that it will be out of uh, the race to, to capture the SEC's division title and thus would be able to play and would be open on December 1st, uh, barring something uh, totally uh, different happening, totally unexpected happening. Obviously, Georgia seems like it's, it's in the driver's seat. Uh, to win the SEC East, which would leave South Carolina some room. Obviously, Marshall uh, likes, you know, I mean, you know, Paul, that, that Marshall uh, likes its chances, certainly to compete, um, you know, for the Conference USA East Division title. And if it doesn't win it, you'd have to think that Marshall is at least competing for it up until late. And how quickly can you make the call to, to play this thing? Can you go a week before? I mean, that's probably not, not all that possible. So um, I, I don't foresee Marshall in South Carolina uh, playing each other uh, this year. You know, for Marshall's standpoint, I believe its bye week is October 27th. South Carolina's is October 20th. Uh, so that couldn't work, you know, for uh, South Carolina, just kind of spitballing here and looking at different scenarios and other teams that have had cancellations this week that are also um, open on October 20th and would be available theoretically to play. Uh, two teams that pop up are Virginia Tech and, and, and West Virginia. Now, the chances of that happening would be great, I think, for college football, a South Carolina-West Virginia game or South Carolina-Virginia Tech game. Um, I, I don't know how likely that is, uh, but you know, maybe they try to schedule an FCS game. I mean, I don't know if you go from playing a, a, you know, a Marshall team to playing really stepping up in competition and, and, and playing uh, you know, Virginia Tech or West Virginia and then – you know, do, do you play them here in Columbia? Obviously, the Marshall game is supposed to be here in Columbia. You know, are the Mountaineers, the Hokies, want to come, going to want to come play, you know, an SEC team in the middle of October? Uh, I, I don't see that happening. But who knows? I mean, at, at some point, you know, you, you got to make a call. In South Carolina, uh, athletic director Ray Tanner, you know, had in that release, they do want to play 
or get a 12th regular season game in. So uh, that's kind of the next step here in this process after the cancellation of the Marshall game. It's kind of crucial with the, with the narrow margin sometimes. You're trying to get to six wins, and with yeah. South Carolina, I'm not saying they were guaranteeing themselves a victory over Marshall, but they had to feel good about their chances. And so you're getting that six-win number, trying to get into a bowl, and South Carolina needs to get in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, this is a team that, that I still think, even with the loss last week to Georgia, I mean, Georgia's going to be, if not everyone, pretty much everyone on its schedule. Uh, I could obviously it is a team that is um, likely uh, to compete to, to get in the college football playoff as it appeared in the national championship last year. So, you know, last week's result aside, this is still a team that, um, you know, is in that 7-9 to nine win range probably and on a 12-game schedule. Now, if it goes to seven games, right, now you come in, you know, if it was, you know, thinking to go seven and five on a twelve-game schedule, and all of a sudden that twelfth game's not there, well, now you know you might have to fight a little bit to get that six win. And yeah, absolutely. And they just gave Will Muschamp a contract extension last year, and uh, they're feeling good about where he is in, in building this program. You know, this program uh, when Steve Spurrier, Steve Spurrier just got up and quit in the middle of twenty fifteen was at a real low, um, and Will Muschamp. Uh, you know, saw the uh, the rigors of that uh, his first year here. Uh, you know, and 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 he actually did a pretty good job in taking that team to a bowl game, getting them to six wins, and obviously last year coming back uh, with nine wins, including a, an Outback Bowl victory over Michigan. So, a lot of momentum uh, in this program. You know, last week's game was was really hyped up um, as a huge chance for South Carolina to take that next step. Obviously, uh, it failed at. at at doing so, and that you know, I still think this is a good team. Um, it's just not an elite team. It's not. It's nowhere close uh, the level of a Georgia or a Clemson. Uh, a couple teams that appear on South Carolina's schedule this year. So, really, you know, looking at a six-win type of situation, you know, you knew the automatic, I guess, losses. You know, pretty much would be Georgia. And you know, those two teams are on that next level. So now you kind of boil it down to ten games, and you know, how many wins? get out of that can you get nine wins out of that can you get 10 wins out of that um you know games like next week against Vanderbilt uh the following week against Kentucky will be really interesting uh for South Carolina so you know if you lose those couple games yeah you might need to get that uh you know a game like uh you know a Marshall that you would think favorably for the Gamecocks playing at home uh to get that six win so uh all those kind of situations come into play absolutely was there any talk of trying to find a neutral location or a location where this game could be played close by, wasn't going to be affected by the weather? Any of that discussion that you're aware of? I am not. I, I don't believe so, though. I'm pretty sure it was to play this game here at williams Bryce Stadium or, um, you know, or not. Uh, I don't know how many different options they, they truly explored, um, but – as far as I can tell, and we can tell here, it was it was pretty much uh, playing at the Willie B or, or, or bust. Um, and, and I'm not sure. I know that uh, you know some relocated games that happened across the country. The interesting one, place where I used to work right before here, obviously Virginia and uh, in Ohio playing its game. Um, you know, in Nashville of all places, moving it from Charlottesville. So I don't know. I don't know what what, what the available stadiums even would have been, and I'm not. I can't say for certain that uh, that that was explored. Andrew Ramsbacker is joining us on the program. We were going to preview Marshall and South Carolina instead. <laughs> we're 
recapping the game that could have been. I was all set, man. I had my game notes ready to go. A lot of that with your preview you put up the other day. So uh, I was um, I was set, ready to go. And now, uh, as we speak, I'm reworking my game notes for NC State next week. You know what? I mean, I'm obviously I was disappointed. You know, I mean, this is something I took this job almost about a year ago today, um, around that time. And uh, you know, you look at future schedules. Who's South Carolina going to play? And obviously, uh, you circled that one for September 15th, the 2018 season, to uh, to see some old faces. I had talking obviously with Grant and Chuck, and uh, even talked to Mr. Hamrick there earlier in the week. So it was good to hear those guys again, Jason Courier. Um, so it's been great to see everyone uh, down here. I had some friends from college planning on coming down here, and Mother Nature had uh, had other plans. So that's uh, that's disappointing. But again, I still appreciate you you having me on. So um, you know, maybe we can I can I can work on Hammer a little bit. Maybe I'd get him to schedule this another time. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, I'll do a little prodding on this side. All know? right, and then you uh, you can break <laughs> it on the newspaper side and the show at the same time. That's right. Absolutely, no problem. We'll ha- we'll be happy to do it. Uh, I wish we could. Um, wish we could be talking about the game right now. But uh, appreciate this uh, coming on. Stay safe. I, I know this is kind of a, a crazy week. And uh, speaking of your old place, Virginia taking on Ohio. Rob Cornelius is going to join us from the Ohio Radio Network here in a few minutes to talk about that series. So, uh, you know, anything you want me to ask him? You know what, what I like about that, you know, it, I mean, <laughs> that game being moved to, to Vandy, imagine being in Nashville, and, and the mission's free, which is great, but, man, imagine being in, in Nashville on Saturday, you know, because nothing to do in Nashville on a Saturday, right? And then you see, oh, I can, I got free tickets to watch UVA play Ohio. I mean, how entertaining is that? So we'll see how that affects the, uh, the life on Broadway. You know, in Nashville, maybe you can we can ask about that. You know, how much entertainment value is added to Nashville with that game moving <laughs> to Vanderbilt Stadium? I was and trying I to say all that jokingly. I'll be I'll be tuning into that game for sure. Oh so. yeah, I was trying to explain <laughs> to a sales rep earlier that the what he's, he's asking why don't we charge why don't they charge ticket prices? I'm like, come on, they're going to get more people to show up. It's free, even though they're maybe going to get five hundred. <laughs> They'll get more five hundred more to show up if it's free. And they'll buy yeah. some concessions. In, in Nashville. In, in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, exactly. On a Saturday. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe if the Predators will make an appearance or something, they'll get some people to show up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Carrie Underwood. Get Carrie Underwood there. Maybe people will show up. There, Carrie Underwood sings the national anthem. Uh, and then at <laughs> halftime, I, I don't know, uh, find a band that's not doing anything. I don't know, like Florida Georgia Line. You know, somebody who's not booked. And, yeah. yeah. they got a restaurant on, on Broadway now down there. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Luke Combs, yeah. somebody, yeah. find find some country. I'll throw some other random country acts that I, I only heard about because uh, we have a country station here. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That'll work. There you go. There Andrew, you go. Stay- we're, we're, We are building that game up more than anyone else right now. So, hey. I like it. That's our game. Um, <laughs> luckily for me, I found another game to carry on Saturday. Um, there you go. I was scrambling so much. Uh, I was trying to figure out, okay, what can we carry? I might even misidentified it earlier. Uh, I've got the LSU um, Auburn game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I because uh, I was sitting there quickly thinking, well, I got to have a game on Saturday. I have to have a, ra- a radio game on Saturday. So uh, I was scrambling, and all I knew is I had the LSU game, and I just want to make sure I I have the right game. It's uh, they're taking on the Tigers, so that should be fun. We'll have that for you. Yeah. You know, we can all tune into that one. 
There you go. There you go. I like it. Andrew, thanks, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll hype up that Ohio game here a little bit more uh, when we come back. Uh, Virginia's playing, too. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, thanks for, thanks for having me on, Paul. To everyone in Huntington, I uh, say hi, and I do very much uh, miss that place. Hope you do back soon. Definitely. We'll pass that word along. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Andrew Ramspacker, we're going to take a quick time out, come back. Uh, we're going to hype up the Ohio game. Uh, Rob Cornelius is joining us next here on The Drive. We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, September 12th edition. We're presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And now joining me to talk a little bit more about Ohio's weather travel plans, the color commentator on the Ohio Sports Network, Rob Cornelius. And uh, I was just talking to Andrew Ramspacker a few minutes ago. He used to cover the Thundering Herd for the Herald-Dispatch now works uh, in the South Carolina area, covers the Gamecocks. Before that, he covered Virginia, and we were hyping this one up pretty big. Uh, we're kind of curious, um, how does this Ohio-Virginia game add to the entertainment landscape of Nashville on a Saturday? See, at Vandy Stadium, it may be tough to get people, but they've made it free. So if you show up in Nashville – you will come to the game free. So hopefully that's enough to get you through the game. Carrie Underwood singing the national anthem? Uh, probably, or Shania Twain, if we can get her back from the Grey Cup. Now, we're, we're, we're really looking forward to this, obviously, for the safety of the fans and to get folks away from the hurricane. Nashville's a nice stop on the tour. And it's been a place, I'll say hotels are expensive this weekend, but it's not a place that's an impossible trip, drive, or flight from anywhere for our fans on the East Coast or in Ohio. So, we're excited. We're glad the guys at Bandy were able to throw this together for us. Um, there's a lot, lot of pieces moving in the background. There's a lot of former Ohio uh, coaching staff, equipment staff, and others over there in that Bandy program now. I think they really helped kind of glide past this thing and make it easier for us to land our game there. And for Virginia, I mean, they are losing a home game. and That's tough for a big conference team, but they weren't going to play it now. Had to find someplace else and be able to do this on short notice for everybody, we will play at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central in Nashville on Saturday. So we're just we're excited to do it. And it's, it's still a really big game for, for both teams. I mean, Virginia's not had the start they wanted. They have to play this one. You know, they could have canceled it, but Virginia's probably saying to themselves, getting to six means getting a win in this game, and they weren't going to cancel. What were the logistics to make this happen? Because I'm sure you just don't wake up one day and say, hey, we're going to move the game. Let's make that happen. Or do you? No. No, you know, I think, again, I wasn't inside the convo and inside a lot of these conversations, but I think they were they were looking for places to land as early as, obviously, Sunday. Um, they knew this was real. It's going to be a real storm. And even if it doesn't perfectly, you know, track up you know, I-64 and end up in Charlottesville, they knew the whole East Coast was going to be unpleasant. And, again, if you're declaring state of emergency in both Carolinas, Virginia, you know, I remember earlier in the week what NC State and other big schools in the Carolinas were just saying, Wednesday through Sunday, go home. Don't even try it. So if all these places were in states of emergency, you probably couldn't justify, you know, bringing 40,000 people out to Scott Stadium or 60 out to the fairgrounds at NC State for WVU or even you guys down to see, you know, Derek Scott at South Carolina. Um, just can't justify it with people's safety. So hopefully the storm turns, misses everything, this all seems silly. But planning ahead, there's no way you're going to 
safety and health and rescue and ambulances and all those people that should be doing something more important. Rob Cornelius is joining us, uh, Ohio, uh, one of the programs to have their game affected by the hurricane instead of canceling. They, alongside uh, Virginia, are going to play this game. So uh, as far as television and all that logistic-wise, was this game uh, previously going to be televised? And if so, is that still the case? What's uh, what's going on there? I uh, b- believe so. I, I've, been, I've been out of the loop for a couple hours this afternoon. But uh, I believe that this should still appear someplace in the ESPN family of networks. I don't believe it will go to Plus. I think you're looking at ACC Sports Network, which pops through, I think, in your ESPN3, depending on your package. I don't think there's any move to move the game up in the hierarchy to news or you, but again, nothing would surprise me at this point. But there will be a game. There will be at least a de minimis four or five television cameras because I'm sure they can find them in Nashville, and this will get on air or on a stream someplace. But I'd much rather you listen to me and Russ Eisenstein on the Ohio Sports Network uh, with a dozen affiliates in Southern Ohio and West Virginia. Fair, fair. But I like to. what I like to do is I like to turn the TV audio down and, and turn the radio audio up. That's what I like to do. No, that's good. That's, that's, that's the style. That's what I do. I, I get several things going at once. My room, my, my TV room's a control room, so it's tremendous. And this is a big game. I mean, for, for Ohio, look, week one was not what you wanted to see. It was a tepid, lukewarm, C-minus performance, uh, bad defensive game against an FCS 1AA opponent. So, a lot to fix there. Um, star quarterback Nathan Rourke didn't play much. Played three series. Coaching staff weren't real happy with him after one really, really bad decision that almost ended up in a pick. And you just had a situation where you didn't get the performance you wanted. You never were in fear of losing, but you didn't blow blow away an FCS opponent. So I think Ohio will be in a totally different state of mind for this weekend's game. Rob Cornelius is joining us. The Ohio Sports Network will take the air across the state of Ohio. And, of course, the Bobcats are going to play. How crazy has this been? Um, when's the last time? I know the Marshall game, they finally called that. Um, when's the last time you remember Ohio uh, being this severely impacted by uh, a weather event well, like this? Uh, you know, I don't, in my mind, the last 20 or so years I've been doing these games on and off, the the last hurricane game, I don't think we've ever had one actually like blown out for weather um, in, in this way where it was canceled or, or moved to a different day. But the last hurricane game we played, and Marshall fans remember the feeling, um, played NC State in 98 down there, would have been last week, 20 years ago, and lost the game on a blocked punt for a touchdown. Ohio led NC State the entire game. Jim Grobe and the running offense had put up about 400 rushing yards. We're about to win. Ohio punts the ball successfully with a minute and a half to play at the end of the game. Dave Zastadil, future pro, freshman that year, booms one. Whistle comes, penalty holding on the punt, re-punt. And Ohio gets the punt blocked. It gets blocked through the end zone, and NC State picks it up before it goes through and hits the white, and they win that game. And it's funny because I know Marshall was down there. I just had this talk with Derek Scott the other day, I believe 96 or 97, and had one, I hesitate to use the word stolen, but had one taken by ACC officials when Marshall was uh, in their span of going and upsetting big, big-time big teams and big-time stadiums. So, we experienced something Marshall did 20 years ago, essentially last week. So that was the last time. But that game was amazing. Massive wind. I'm still drying out from it. TV cameras were ruined. Uh, parkas were ruined. I spoke barbecue sauce on myself. It was a great game. So I'm not the only one to get wet on Saturday. Good. Just no. Yeah. yeah. I, I came out of the stadium, and I'm with Dave Walsh, former Thunder Herd quarterback, former Herald Dispatch sports writer, and – it's just um, it's just pouring down the rain, and we have no choice. We got to huff it several blocks to the garage. 
So I, I slightly feel what you felt. Right, right. And again, the funny thing for Ohio is we're coming off a bye week, and that, that's really the funny thing. Playing open with the FCS opponent, bye week in week two, and that is related unofficially to Virginia's attempt to uh, reschedule, change, drop the game in the off season. But Ohio held them to the contract, so um, we're playing this game. But Ohio's playing with a weird week two bye week into this, which could have been open if we canceled. But nope, we'll be in Nashville on Saturday afternoon. Is this part of the just a, you know, trying to honor the contract, trying to make sure you made every effort to play this game? Uh, I know those things uh, come into play. Yeah, the whole Akron, Nebraska thing from a couple weeks yeah. ago where they called that one. And, but I think what you're going to have is a lot of like odd marriages made in some of these like late-season games where teams have a, a gap week, a bye week, a week before after a weeknight game where teams who are begging to get the six wins have to reschedule with someone. I think I saw what Iowa State did a reschedule with Incarnate Word today. And obviously, there was talk out of the Charleston media that there was some attempt to move on Iowa State game to help WVU play its 12th game. There are a lot of things going on. And so I think you're going to see a lot of weird marriages made and a lot of nonsense games put together in week 12, 13, 14 of the season. Rob Cornelius joining us uh, from the Ohio Sports Network. Uh, you're pretty much our area game of the week now, just because Marshall's done. Kentucky, you. Everybody that's tune it. in, man. Both West Virginia games gone. Ohio State on the road at Jerry Dome. I don't know what Kentucky's doing, but they were fun last week. But yeah, we're we're it in terms of local interest. Tune in with us, man. Like I said, grab it on the TV and stream it. Listen to the radio if you're not listening to whatever Paul Swan is running on his station that hour, four thirty on Saturday. And we would love to have you join us. And if you're in Nashville, stop by. Vandy's very pleasant. Parking's very expensive, and tickets are free. You know what we're running on Saturday? I've already uh, I've already made this happen. The LSU game. Okay. LSU. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. No, no. I remember. I remember once working at a sports radio station with had good schedule gaps where we just play any game available on the satellite. And uh, I don't know if you've got a truck series race, you can jam in those. That'd be nice too. You say nothing else about truck race or races because Jason Toy is outside <laughs> my door from from MRN Radio. And if he does smell blood in the water and he sees an opening, there might be a race running on Saturday, knowing him. No, that's that, that that's fine. I just want to talk about nothing but the NASCAR Crossman Truck Series. Put him and I on together sometime. It'll be great. Well, you know, if I uh, if I plan this right next time, I'll just you know, schedule a segment where it's just you two. I'll go take a break. Perfect. Enjoy. Dude, <laughs> go to Machines down the hall. Appreciate it, man. Tune Th- in this weekend. Thanks, sir. We will do that. I'll actually get to watch some college football with the Marshall, so uh, that's the only plus here. I get to watch some different games. Have fun. Be safe. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. It's Rob Cornelius uh, trying to make programming decisions here all of a sudden. No, we're not doing it. No, Big Buck Country 101.5, our sister station, that's where the racing's at. Racing stays over there. If you're listening, Jason Toy, keep your racing over there. Uh, we will come back, and uh, maybe Jason will bust in here. I don't know. We'll tell you more when we continue. We'll figure it out here on The Drive, brought to you by Belltone Hearing Aid Center, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall in South Carolina, that game has been canceled, so the Thundering Herd will start to re-gear and look ahead now to NC State. That's coming up next Saturday. That'll be on the 22nd. You can hear that game right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dog. Welcome back to The Drive. We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So 
With that said, the Marshall game canceled. The weather, the factor here, best decision you could possibly make in a situation like this. Uh, I wonder, I'm curious, where were there opportunities to maybe move this game to a different location? Obviously, it's happened. Now, before you see, yeah, sure, they could have moved it. This isn't just like a high school game. You can't just pick up and go, hey, we're going to move this game. High school games, you see that rescheduled all the time. The logistics there are nowhere near what you see for a a college football game. There are more logistics that go in, into making the game happen. So it's not that easy. You can't just reschedule and say, you know what, we're going to reschedule that game. Just doesn't happen. There are other considerations to uh, taking this. It's, it's, it's just hard. But if you can make it happen, you probably should. As you see, the Virginia game with Ohio, that's going to be played, Nashville and Vanderbilt. Uh, I'm just curious, were there any opportunities, any open spots anywhere that would have made sense for these two teams to get together? The feeling is if it wasn't going to be played in South Carolina's uh, stadium, it just wasn't going to be played. So now South Carolina is going to have to find a replacement if they want to get their full shot of games in. Marshall more than likely will have to um, – find a uh, a replacement game and there's a couple names that have been thrown out there does the thundering herd make the trip and travel take on say east carolina ecu's on this on the table or you know do you do you try to work something out with ucf make a florida trip i mean think about that you make the trip to ucf and you'd make a florida trip there it's a recruiting opportunity of course because doc holiday loves florida and you get to take your program to a uh, really solid American team's venue. And you have a history with UCF. You have a history with UCF. There is a relationship there. I just don't know how good the relationship is with UCF. I'm sure it's pretty good with uh, East Carolina. So maybe Heard East Carolina, that would be a, a good replacement game. I think that would be a suitable game to put on the schedule to replace South Carolina. Now, it's not South Carolina, obviously. It's different. But if you're looking for a game to put on the schedule, East Carolina, I think you can make that one work. Or you take the Florida trip. Again, if they want to play. I can throw these out here as possibilities, but you got to have these programs want to make it work. Or will there be some flipping around here on the schedule? Maybe... There's some different opportunities for these schools, and maybe uh, ECU and UCF work with each other. After all, we're talking uh, conference mates. You know, do they make a change here or there to try to take a different opportunity? That's a question there. And, of course, you've got so many questions to ask tomorrow. You've got Inside Herd Athletics with Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. It's the only time of the week that he will make a radio appearance and ask you to call and talk to him. That's it. This is it. Thursday, his only major radio appearance. And then you got the Doc Holiday call-in show. So all that's still scheduled. So, of course, uh, it's going to be pretty much talking about what could have been with South Carolina, uh, the decision that went into this and how that worked. Uh, I'm kind of curious um, to see uh, what all went into making this decision. Of course, you know, were there any other efforts made to try to change the venue? 
trying to feel out the storm, see, okay, is this just going to be a, a wet day or are we going to be talking about state of emergency here? We can't play this. The safety of our fans, the safety of people uh, are going to be uh, at risk here if we do this. So, so many questions, and you've got your opportunity tomorrow. It's Inside Herd Athletics, the only major radio appearance for Mike Hamrick right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, and that's coming up tomorrow. Followed by the Doc Holiday call-in show. And then uh, we'll join the pregame in progress. We won't miss any of the play-by-play. But we've got big-time football tomorrow as the undefeated Cincinnati Bengals take on the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to go on the air immediately following the Doc Holiday call-in show. And that is for tomorrow. So stick around after the game. We'll have, um, of course post-game analysis and everything of the Bengals' win. I'm already putting it down. It's a win in the win column for me. They're going to beat Baltimore. They haven't beaten Indianapolis in Indianapolis in a while, so that was really impressive the way they came back. So they've got Baltimore, and then uh, they won't be back at it until September 23rd. So they've got the Sunday off. So really, Saturday, no football for me as far as the team I cover. Sunday, no Bengals football for me, so I'm just going to have to scan the dial, see what's on. I won't watch the Steelers, so I'll, I'll watch whatever else is on. But other than that, it's it. Your football week has been planned for you. And that's going to do it for this edition. Back tomorrow to look ahead to the NC State game. We'll, we'll just go ahead and start our coverage tomorrow of the NC State game. We'll figure it out then. For producer Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Back tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we won't have any last-second announcements to tell you about. We can uh, go smooth sailing ahead with this program. And that's going to do it. Back at it in 23 hours right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. station.